SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. I'm a soul man. Hey, folks, how's it going? Brian Blessing, thrilled to be with you. Vegas Sportsbook Radio from the KSHB Studios in Las Vegas. Sirius 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. A lot of good stuff coming up this hour. Our buddy Stevie Slapshot will be checking in. We're going to talk about injuries in sports and compiling the information how critical it is to get it. And Stevie is as good in the business as it comes in that regard. So that'll be a fun conversation coming up in just a little bit. Mark Lawrence is going to check in with another college conference preview as well. But the main focus of attention, we got to talk about the NBA and the NHL here on a Wednesday. Game one, NBA finals, Phoenix, 118-105. That's the final score of game one. Total was 219 and a half. A little bit of a sweat, but it got there, 223 they put up, and Phoenix gets uh, the cover in game one. Now, the glass is half full if you're a Bucks fan. Yeah, you lose game one. But really, the big story in this game is Giannis did indeed play. Did he ever? 35 minutes out there. He had 20 points, and from the foul line, 7 of 12. I did think that their offense was a tad out of sorts, maybe getting used to him again, and the guy that really suffered didn't have a good game was Drew Holiday. He only had 10 points. They got to get him going. Middleton had 29 points, did everything he could to keep him in it. But really, Phoenix was in complete control of the game. It really never seemed to be in doubt, and with good reason, because Chris Paul was absolutely unbelievable. Played 37 minutes. Now, he had the bum hand coming in, and then he hurt the other hand during the game. Well, it didn't slow him down at all. 12 and 19 from the floor. 32 points, nine boards, four assists. And forget the numbers. It was just how incomplete and utter control he was on virtually every possession to get Phoenix good looks time and time again. And Aiton had a great game with 22 points. And Paul has some real uh, chemistry working with him, throwing those little alley-oop passes up to the rim, and the kid can't finish. And Booker... You know, if Paul's out, you know, Booker can put up all kinds of points. He had 27 points, and I thought it was kind of a, a very quiet 27 points, but he just played a real smart, controlled game, and Phoenix looked really, really good, and their fans are going bananas. They get game one. Listen, you hold serve on your home court, but you know the NBA and the old zigzag thing. It stands to reason you're going to get Milwaukee's best shot in game two. And the fact that Giannis was able to play, looked pretty good doing it athletically. I mean, what a breath of fresh air, honestly. If, if you're a Bucks fan, I mean, 
What a difference a few days make. You're sitting there, and you're worried about an MRI, and the news comes no structural damage, so that's the good news. The bottom line is he played, and he looked pretty good. And listen, the game two number, five and a half, Phoenix is favored. Total goes up a touch to 221 and a half. We'll call that the consensus. So, you know, you're looking forward to Thursday night. Can the Bucks, what every road team wants to do, earn the split and get it back home? But game one, it was all, and I mean all about Chris Paul. He was something else. Now, before we get to the hockey, they just got going here. England and Denmark in the Euro. Yesterday, Italy gets to the championship game. A 1-1 game with Spain goes to penalty kicks, and Italy gets it done. And who are they going to play, England or Denmark? We'll find out. My goodness, England would go bananas if they ever made it to the finals of the Euro Cup. So that game is just underway. Now, tonight, will Lord Stanley's uh, Cup be handed out to the Tampa Bay Lightning for the second year in a row? And honestly, you know, beyond what just happens here to wrap up this year, we were having the discussion yesterday, Stevie and I, I mean, it wouldn't shock me if Tampa's right back in there swinging at it again next year. I Dynasty's a big word, and it's easily thrown around. But, hey, you win. You can't win three if you don't win two, and they're you know, well on their way to doing that. And this is a team that's absolutely been on a mission. But you think of the stars they've got. Kucherov and Point have been spectacular. Vasilevsky has come up with a big save when they need him most. That'll be very interesting to see who gets the con Smythe. Vasilevsky or Point. Uh, but Kucherov's had a, got a boatload of points, too. And Cooper, the coach for the Lightning, said, I'm not sure who the best player is. And that's honestly true. They are so deep. Montreal, give them credit. They avoided the dreaded sweep, gave their fans something to cheer for, and showed a lot of guts in doing it because they had to kill a double minor that bled into overtime. And they killed the penalty, and Anderson got the, the first and the game-winning goal. Tampa Bay had a bunch of chances thought they were the better team in the game, but that's the beauty of hockey. If the goalie makes the big save at the right moment or you get the odd post here and there, crazy things can happen. Can Montreal actually turn this into a series? Because if you do, if they win and get home, hey, maybe you do plant some seeds of doubt. The number, Tampa Bay is minus 220. It's a balloon number, probably deservedly so. If you're looking for plus prices, you know, probably the way you want to go is Tampa Bay on the puck line. And the total on the game is 5 over 30. Elimination games can get nutty. If Tampa Bay, for instance, has a two-goal lead in the closing minutes, I mean, you could see Montreal pull the goalie several times. But it's all about Tampa Bay to me and that chance to hoist the cup for a second time. They have been remarkable, and they are one fine hockey club. And we'll see if the hockey season ends. All right, coming back, Stevie Slapshot next segment. We're thrilled to be with you. It is Vegas Sportsbook Radio, right here, Sirius Channel 204, and along the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. 
Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit uzucbdplus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, folks, glad you're back with us here. Sportsbook Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing and Stevie Slapshot checking in. It's a great time of year. You get the Olympics coming up. The British Open is coming up. And football training camps are going to be opening. There's a lot on the proverbial docket coming up. Uh, in this hour, uh, we're going to have Mark Lawrence. He's going to have a preview of the AAC. We're getting ready for college football. Hour number two, we'll check in and hear what Mark Lawrence from PlaybookSports.com has to say about the ACC. Of course, Clemson, and can anybody step up to the plate and challenge them? Stevie, my friend, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, Brian. How are you? I'm good, but Hey, I just wanted to check with you. You do the injury reports for Don Best. You've been doing this for a lot of years in the sports wagering industry, and we're lucky you do the injury report for us virtually every day, getting the information out, pertinent information that would help people make their decisions and handicap the games. Now, the Don Best screen that's out there, it's got information for the books, and there are players that pay for that service, and it's information for the players. And the, the meat and potatoes of it is the line service where you can see trends, where a number is going to go. But one of the very big aspects of that service for both sides of the counter is to have updated injury news and notes. And we just saw that recently on full display in the Milwaukee series with Atlanta when Young was hurt, then Giannis got hurt, then Young tried to come back, and it wasn't enough to put Atlanta over the top. But it, the uncertainty of his status just wreaked havoc with the betting number. So uh, let's just start with how critical the injury information is and how important it is to get it. Well, it's it's very important, Brian. We know that. We've seen that in the past, and, and, and we, you know, no better uh... – examination of that than, than the Milwaukee Atlanta series. But you also have to know the, the other players on the, on the teams. And, and we saw that too. In, in other words, you had guys from Milwaukee that stepped up. Nobody for Atlanta stepped up uh, in, in, the, in the place of Young. As far as how tough it is to get the information, it's, it's getting easier every day, Brian. Everybody's on Twitter now. And uh, all the beat reporters that cover the teams, uh, they, they're constantly sending out messages on Twitter. Uh, there's a, a program called the Tweet Deck where you can log into several different guys at the same time. So, you know, say this Milwaukee Atlanta series, I, I would have three different guys for Milwaukee and three different guys uh, for Atlanta on my Twitter deck, and I'm constantly getting updates as to whether those guys are going to play that night or not. Well, it's a personal thing, but a moderately interesting thing for me. I worked at Don Best with you for a handful of years where we had a TV side of the operation and we were producing videos and content for various sites around the country. Now, you had been there for years, and I'm the new guy. I and mean, when I'd walk in, it turns out we're like, I mean, I'm not for words in your mouth, we're like best buds here. And it turns out we end up doing radio shows together down the road. 
But I would walk in the door, and the floor down best would be four rows deep, guys, everybody, their face in a computer, hunkering down and doing their stuff. And honestly, you liked hockey, so I got to know you, but it would be I would walk in in the morning, go, hey, how you doing or something, and we'd talk about, oh, did you see that play last night or that game last night? And then, honest to God, I'm off in another wing of the joint doing my thing. But your face is in that computer from the minute you get there till the minute you leave because just like line movement is pertinent and you have to react to it, the injury stuff, I mean, you can't say, oh, hey, here's some injury stuff and have a nice day. It's just constant monitoring it because that injury could service at any point of the day. Correct. It, it does get lighter, obviously, during baseball season. But, uh, but the college basketball season is just nuts, Brian. It's over 400 teams, you know, and, and, and every team has their best player, right? So we've got to know if that guy's in or out that night. And, and, uh, and in basketball, you've got, you know, shoot-arounds in the morning. And then, uh, you know, how did the guy do at shoot-around? What did he look like? And then how is his recovery from that shoot-around going into the game? And then you have pregame warm-ups, so all, all that stuff. So you're constantly monitoring to find out, you know, the latest information on the guy. And again, whether he's in or out that night. I can only imagine when you say where we all are in terms of information at your fingertips. What year did you start really compiling the injury news and notes that that was your thing? And what year did that start? Yeah, I, it started at Jim Feist. And I started working at Jim Feist in the end of 89. But I didn't start in injuries right away. I'm, I'm going to guess like three or four years in. So like, you know, 93, 92, I, I started doing, uh, doing injury work. And, I'm, and, I'm, and so it's been pretty steady since then. So when, you, when you say, you know, you're monitoring this morning, noon, and night, and yes, we all know with the internet, the information's at our fingertips. Go back to 1990. What were the challenges like <laughs> in terms of, Okay, you're hunting for injury information. And I would say the Twitter stuff, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth here. The reliability of what you hear on Twitter from various sources and beat writers is probably pretty high, probably in the 90%. But, you know, teams also have disinformation and things of that ilk. But I would think back then, there'd be stuff swirling around where, a big injury could fall through the cracks and their information could be wrong too. Absolutely fell through the cracks, Brian. So you're right. We didn't, the internet really wasn't fully kicked in right at that time. Twitter did not exist at that time. Uh, we, we were getting information off the ticker, Brian, and, and you being an old broadcasting guy. And, and I, I started out in, in radio years ago. Uh, you know, we used to get those tickers on that blank paper, um, you know, that would pile up in the back room. And you'd have to sift through all that and, and, and reading AP stories. And then the other thing that I did, and, and this, uh, this business existed for just a short time over in town, Brian, at, at uh, Arville and Flamingo. There, there was a, I forget the name of it, but what the guy did was he got newspapers from everywhere. And I, it, it was my first exposure to the Buffalo News, Brian. This guy would get the papers every morning. I'd bust my butt over there, pick up the papers from the major you know, uh, cities, and, and, and go back to Jim Feist and, and go through the sports sections and see what I could find. No, it's amazing when you say that. And 
what a different world it is. You said it. I was going to throw it at you. Say, boy, I mean, probably 90% of the stuff when you first started doing this, you were getting stuff from the Associated Press off that ticker machine. Because I remember when we were doing the hockey games, you know, you're there at night and you're only watching the game that was on in your market. But if you happen to, and I guess it kind of happened once in a while, if you kind of had some wagers going on on other games, you know, commercial breaks, you'd be running back into the newsroom or whatever it was, and you'd be staring at this AP ticker, and it, you know, be and all of a sudden, the only time you get an update on a goal, and sometimes you wouldn't even get the goal information until between periods, but Associated Press was the thing. Got about 50 seconds. Well, I, I'll just tell you for, from, for myself, uh, that, that got to drive me nuts after a while. So I had, I had to train myself just to, just to let it go and get up the next morning and check the scores and I either won or lost and just let it go at that. But, but I had to train myself to do that. It wasn't easy. <laughs> yeah. Instead of trying to follow along and, you know, the swings of emotion when you're watching a game, but to just get that dart thrown at you occasionally. Uh, but you're right. Maybe that's just the best way to do it. Wake up in the morning. Did I win or did I lose? And interesting just where we've come. And that interesting discussion on the injury front and just when we talk about apps and the convenience aspect of what the players deal with. Maybe we'll follow up on that a little bit. Stevie Slapshot's our pal. Follow him on Twitter. Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Hey, we're coming right back to Vegas. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD Plus. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. Folks, back with you, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, glad to be with you. And we were telling some stories about injuries and just where the injury in industry has come. And Stevie, again, if you're just joining us, is the injury guy over at Don Best Sports, which provides a service, a line service to players, but it provides the line service to the sports books so they can monitor the lines at other properties. But one of the monster aspects of the service is to get the injury news as fast as you can. And honestly, the players are paying for it and the casinos are paying for that service, but the meat and potatoes, Steve, you're taking care of the sports books because I worked over at Las Vegas sports consultants for a number of years when I first moved here and you know we utilized the your service and all the line services but we needed that injury information to then send a suggested line and an alert 
over to the clients so the casinos could either sports books could take a game off the board or move the number before they would get walloped by the players and end up with a massive decision. So you're talking about the speed of the information, how convenient it is for all of us now, but back then what it's turned into, how critical it is to get that information in a timely fashion because big balloons are on the line. Absolutely. Uh, you know, again, just go back to this most recent um, series in the NBA with Atlanta and Milwaukee, and, it, and it's constantly, you know, getting updates on, on Trey Young and uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo as to whether they're in or not. We, we, we pretty much had a feeling from the reports out of Milwaukee that Giannis probably wasn't going to play in, in that series after the knee injury. And, and we were then looking forward to, was he going to be able to play in the NBA Finals? And, and we actually don't know that yet. He's, uh, he's questionable uh, going into the Finals. Um, and Trey Young was a little more interesting because he had the better chance of playing. So now, you, again, you've, you've got to find out, you know, how the morning shoot-around went. Uh, after the morning shoot-around, what kind of treatment was he getting? How did he feel? And then pregame warm-ups and, and, and so on. And, and that's all available out there. The other, the other key to this, Brian, is you get to know on Twitter, as I said, you've got three, four beat writers uh, that are on Twitter for, for every team. You get to know of those three, four guys who you can really, really trust and who is a guy that might take a shot and, and give you like his opinion, uh, but not necessarily the facts on a guy, right? So, so you've got to kind of weed through that as well. It's just remarkable how time changes things and things develop. I'll go back to when, in 1980, I moved to Buffalo and was the beat reporter. You know, I was doing the TV sports stuff. But I was technically the beat reporter for the Bills. And it, you know, turned into, you know, the 80s when they were horrible. And then in the 90s, the four Super Bowl runs. But the difference, and I'm just trying to think of what it would be like for you and the players getting the information. Back then, we would come in, walk through the tunnel, and honestly, I'm not making this up, we'd sit on the bench on the field. There'd be a herd of us, maybe, you know, whatever, uh, newspaper writers, TV stations, uh, some radio people. Say there'd be at most 10 to a dozen media members would sit there basically on the bench and watch practice. Think about that. Now they'll let you see a sliver of information from up top. They'll let you watch a football team come on the field. They'll let you watch them stretch. And probably every team doesn't do this. Some may. But then they'll let you watch a couple of plays of seven-on-seven when the guys are just loosening up, quarterback stretching his arm, and receivers are just kind of jogging to loosen up for practice. And now, get out. Media's out of there. Back then, years ago, media members were in there for the entire practice. Now, to compound what it is you're talking about, compiling injuries, I mean, we'd be sitting there, Stevie, and you'd see some guy go down, pull the hamstring. <laughs> he ain't playing. 
or worse. I mean, we saw guys in practice pulling knees out, things like that. Now, you know, that information's coming out at the beck and call of the team, and they'll just say, a uh, guy got nicked up in practice and maybe he's questionable. But if you're sitting there watching the practice going, he's not questionable. This guy's not playing. I mean, he, he could barely get off the field. Think about that. There's just the difference 25, 30 years makes. It's so different now, Brian. And, and in my opinion, uh, this all started with uh, Bill Belichick in New England. And, and uh, he, he is very secretive, right? He doesn't want anybody knowing anything. And then the fact that he's won, uh, you know, six Super Bowls now. So, so now everyone follows him, right? So if, if, you're, if you're winning, you know, at, at that pace, then everyone wants to copy you. So because Belichick does not allow any information out ever, everyone follows him because he's winning. And now it is so much tougher to get any information from any organization. There are some organizations that are a little more open some coaches that are a little more open, but for the most part right now, it's like dealing with the CIA. Well, and I'm just thinking back to the last segment, what you were talking about, where it's, it's like common sense, but you think of the things that you take for granted. My God, Stevie, we always joke about our age. I mean, you and I come from an era where black and white TV was a thing. One game was on a week, and there were three channels. You know, I mean, it was like ABC, NBC, CBS, and PBS, but they weren't covering sports. Now, you just think about now, all these games are on TV. All that information is there for us. But I go back to what you were talking about, and I do remember those days. And you'd walk into LVSC and then over at Don Best. The stack and the mountain of newspapers to try to hunt and find that information. But, Steve, that information is more than 24 hours old, or was. I mean, like I said, if, I, if I'm in a practice and I see a guy pull a hamstring and it was bad, he's out, and I know he's out. Well, you, you're going to sit there and monitor every TV station in every market. You know, I'm going to cover it there, or maybe the newspaper's going to put it in, but it was going to be in print, and it was going to be 24 hours old. The electronic media is faster, but that's great. But unless you were following that station, you weren't going to get that information. Absolutely too, Brian. And, and then the other thing is, so so we're sto- so starved for getting the information back in those days. Uh, Jim Feist, the, the, the main thing with Jim Feist was he was a line service. And people would phone in, right, Brian? They would call in on their, on their not, not cell phones, they would call in on the, on the phone that was sitting in the kitchen or whatever. And, and, and we would read the lines to them. Okay, so we had people all over the United States that were making these phone calls to get the lines. And since they're sports fans, they might hear something. Say, say a guy in Miami calls in and says, Hey, I heard something about Bernie Kosar. We, we, we actually, we ran with this and the sports books took a game down uh, the, the Miami doll. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Cleveland. I was thinking of his college days, uh, the Cleveland Browns w- with Kosar. And you know what? It was his college days when he was at the university of Miami they said that he was going to miss a game on Saturday because it was a Jewish holiday. Mm-hmm. And, and, they, and they made him out at the sports books. This information got around Vegas, uh, I guess through us. And I remember hearing about this, that a guy had called in and gave us this information. It turns out that Bernie Kosar is not Jewish, Brian. 
and and they and they had taken the game down because he was out because he was going to miss a game because it's a Jewish holiday and it turns out he's not Jewish. Well, okay, I don't remember the game. It's a great story, but just imagine that scenario that and I don't know who his backup was, but say there's honestly with a quarterback it could be the case a 9 10 11 point drop off from Bernie Kosar to the backup. That information you send out, yep, he's not playing. That number it comes down 10 points. And that number's out there for, say, two days. And then all of a sudden, that news comes, he's going to play. How quick the books get that information is so critical because what's going to happen? Anybody that went one way and they get that information, they come back and fire the other way. If they rehang the actual number, you're talking about guys sitting there with like a 10, 11, 12 point middle, and the books are sitting there go, uh, I'm going to call that injury guy at Don Best. What did you just do to me? Right. Well, that, that's the way it goes today. But, but back in those days, I mean, this, this industry has changed so much in the, what, 30, 40 years I've been in it now. Again, they took that, most books took that game off the board. And even when they found out that he wasn't Jewish, they didn't put it back up. They just left it off the board. They, did, they didn't want to deal with it. So, so again, so that's how much it's changed. But you're right now, if something like that comes out and it's wrong, you know, they're moving it, you know, seven points, uh, eight points, nine points, and then, they, and then find out the reverse. And now they've got to rehang it. And there's, there's a lot of liability on the line in that case hey so, so again i have my sources i know who i trust and, and who I'm, I'm a little leery on i've, I've got to be careful i've got to make sure you know someone big i've got like um, uh if, well we're up against the break i'm but sorry it, no 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 it's, it's great information but in terms of a nice segue you mentioned bernie Gozer in miami hey we're talking about the acc and we got a college conference preview next on vegas sportsbook radio with mark lawrence don't go anywhere <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, here we go. Sportsbook Radio, AM 1400 KSHP in Las Vegas, Sirius 204, Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, man, football's coming, Stevie. We're starting our conference previews with Mark Lawrence. It doesn't get better than that. Let's toss the pigskin with Mark. All right, we do that. We go alphabetically. We'll do this all summer long on Wednesdays for you. Most weeks we'll do two segments. Uh, We're going to do one good segment today on the AAC as we welcome in Mark Lawrence, the Playbook Magazine, playbooksports.com. 
buddy, you did all the work. Now let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, real quick here, Brian, on a sidebar note, the magazines will be at the Gamblers Book Club in Vegas next Monday as we speak, so mark that down, if you will. There you go. Good to know. Now, we talk about the AAC. Listen, this is a group of five deal, and the top two, there are no divisions, so the top two in the regular season, they play eight of 11 conference games, and then the top two play in a championship game. And when we get to the end of the year, the thing we should note, Mark, in bowls, nothing to write home about here from these guys. Now, these guys uh, profess to be the best of the uh, group of five conferences, and they arguably are, but they certainly don't perform that way when it comes to be bowl season seven and 13 straight up end of the spread. The last 20 bowl games. So play them during regular season and look to fade them when it gets to be bowl time. All right. We always talk about returning experience. And the skill positions, and of course, the most important position, the quarterback, Cincinnati's got Desmond Ritter. Yeah, he's about the whole football team here. Uh, he, Cincinnati will go as far as he goes. He's been outstanding in his career, 36 career starts. That's the fourth most of all FBS football teams. And for all the damage and everything they did good last year, and they did a lot of good things last year, they are what we call the flavor of the year of the group of five teams. They're going to be the team to beat for the New Year's Day bid here. Cincinnati's loaded once again this football season here, and you can't blame them. I mean, heck, they had a, they beat a better record of teams than did Notre Dame and Texas A&M last year. Top 20 scoring, offense, defense, everything. They're the team to beat in the AAC this year. A lot of years. Loved East Carolina. This was a team you made money on them, play them over the total in the Ruffin McNeil era. Bottom line is that's 2015. That ship has sailed. They've fallen on some hard times. But a young team last year, did the experience they gained last year, does it benefit them this year? I think it benefits them uh, immensely this year. This is a football team I think is going to make a lot of noise this year. Hard to pick the team, you know, like I mentioned, it's only won 13 games in four years, but they did a lot of good things last football season, and they did a lot of them down the stretch in the end. Uh, and, you know, just to equate what they did last year, if you go back and look at their record in conference games against winning opponents from 2010 to 2019, they were 1-26 and against the spread. Last year, they were 7-1 and one against the spread against those same teams. They have a ton of production coming back here offensively, defensively, and they led the nation last year with more starts by underclassmen than any team in the country. And, you know, that's one thing I love to dig my teeth into is just that stat. But for the Pirates to finally emerge this football season with a winning team. Let's go to Houston. Dana Holgerson has a Brinks truck in his driveway. Is this guy worth the money? Right now, I'm glad I'm not the guy that's signing the paychecks, I'll tell you that. Uh, they certainly haven't gotten their money's worth out of him. He's the highest-paid group of five coach in history and uh, just got a bump doing just that. I don't understand why. Uh, you know, In fact, it was him or Major Applewhite they were going to hire. He's laid an egg, and Applewhite's done real good since leaving with the programs that he's been with here. And I think they're another vastly overrated football team this year, Holgerson is. He, you know, he, he cries and talks the talk and doesn't walk the walk. He's got a quarterback coming back in Clayton Toon who's okay. But the bottom line here to me is I think there's all sorts of pressure on this Houston Cougar football team. And until they step up and deliver, they're going to be on my fade list once again this year. Let's go to Memphis. They've got experience on defense, Mark. The question mark is on the offensive side of the ball. 
Yeah, this is a Memphis football team that everybody's learned to like to come to like because of the explosive offenses they've met with here. Ryan Silverfield had his first year with the football program last year and uh, didn't meet with all the success that they expected to. But here, to me, the problem is they lose a ton of people uh, last year. Now, this is a college football this year is going to be nothing but about experience with these super seniors coming back, the transfer portals and so forth and everything like that. They come up awfully light that way. They lost Brady White, their quarterback, Kenneth Gainwell, their best running back arguably in history. They're both gone. I think Memphis struggles this football season. Quick follow-up on Memphis, Mark. It's a perception thing. You think of them as this high-octane team, but the defense is good. The question marks you note on offense, at least as a starting point, these are the kind of things we mark down and look ahead. I'd be looking at them as being an under team this year. I think they will too. Uh, they're not going to end up, uh, you know, having the bolt cannons filled with uh, with cannonballs this year. They're going to be, I think, name and reputation type football team. I think it's going to catch up with them in 2021. Let's talk about Navy. Greatly improved in 2020. They kind of had fallen off the map, and the defense specifically got better. Well, this is a Navy football team that uh, 26 players made their first start last season. That was the most in the country, tied with Clemson doing just that. So that's holds that adage about this young experience coming back, more experience this football season. What concerns me is, you know, uh, Niamatololo is going to be seething here after the season they late had last year. They only outgained one opponent last year, and they rushed for 177.5 yards a game. That was number 52 in the country, the worst by a Navy football team since 1994. I think Navy's got comeback written all over him this football season. Hey, let's talk about SMU. The Mustangs, they got a boatload of guys coming back on offense, and it's highlighted by Reggie Roberson, a wide receiver that you're telling people to know the name. Yeah, he missed most of the season last year because of an injury, but when he's healthy, he's one of the top group of five receivers in the country. And uh, what this football team is going to do here, Brian, is strike pay dirt early because the last four games of their football season is a gauntlet. And if they can if they can hold serve until they get down to the final month of the college football season, they can make a lot of noise, especially if this defense steps up. This team was really hit hard last year by all the COVID cancellations and so forth and whatnot. And Sonny Dykes has got this football team loaded this year. I think they're the sleeper in the AAC this year. Keep an eye on SMU. I think they'll make a lot of noise this season. And real quick, a lot of great uh, ATS information in here. Sonny Dykes, when he's home against you know weaker football teams, he'll step on their neck. Yeah, home against losing conference opponents in his career, eight and zero, straight up, and seven and one to the numbers. Sonny knows how to step on the, the weak sisters. Believe me. Willie Fritz running the show at Tulane. They've been in bowl games, Mark, three years in a row. Yeah, you got to like Willie Fritz and everything that he does. Uh, there's nothing I can say negative about this guy. He's a great football coach. Uh, I think, I'll, again, here he's got a five-win uh, season over under total. I think he can get up and over that again. And, again, he handles weak opposition, 25-3 and three against 333 or less opponents here. I think Tulane makes a statement this football season as well. And you make a nice little footnote in here from a schedule perspective. They don't ever play back-to-back -back games on the road, and that can help. Yeah, that certainly helps. and That's one of the first things I look at is the schedules of every football team. And those that do not have back-to-back -back road games, that's almost a half a game in the season win total for teams on an average. So you take advantage of that with teams like Tulane. Tulsa, stud wide receiver in Keelan Stokes and a pretty good core of running backs. 
Yes, they do. This is a football team that made some noise last year. They lose Zayvon Collins, their best uh, player defensively in the conference last year to the NFL draft. But Montgomery's done a great job with this football program here. And remember this, Brian. Home and road dichotomy, Montgomery, their head coach, 25 and 10 to the spread on the road, 11 and 18 to the spread at home. Play on him when he's away and fade him when he's home. All right, let's go to Temple, where Rod Carey had problems at quarterbacks, uh, quarterback position last year. Uh, he does have nine transfers coming in, but the one thing you should note play on this coach when he's on the road. Yeah, this is Rod Carey going back to his days at Northern Illinois where he excelled. I mean, not only was he good, he was ridiculously good on the road. Those numbers have watered down some since he's been at Temple, but he still knows how to win games away from home. And they're also going to be what I call a mission team this year. They missed out on a bowl game due to a poor season last year after having been there three years in a row. I think Temple makes money this football season. They'll be an ATS spread winner this year. All right, UCF, the big boy in this conference, now, they've had four coaches since 2015. Gus Malzahn comes in here with a smile on his face, got $21 million to leave Auburn and come here. Yeah, wouldn't you have a smile on your face as well? <laughs> uh, not only that, but he's taking over a program that he can make a lot of noise with. He's got a quarterback in Dylan Gabriel that's absolutely terrific, over 7,000 yards passing the last two football seasons here. He'll fit this program like a glove. I think this is a football team to beat in the conference this year, UCF. I don't think they'll make any backward steps at all. I make them the team to beat. You know, listen, if they go to this format and the discussion of going to you know 12 for the postseason – UCF is a team you keep tabs on during the year because on an annual basis, they should be in the discussion. Absolutely, they should be in this discussion. Uh, you know, they're the type of a team that uh, all the squawking and crying came about of these uh, group of five teams that could never crash the party and get into the playoffs. And it was almost always finger pointed at this football team because of everything they've done. Now that uh, Josh Heupel's gone, I think Gus Malzahn can take this program to the next level here. They're going to be, I say, a team that I think competing with Cincinnati for the conference title this year. All right, Mark. Let's go to USF and head coach Jeff Scott. He's got some transfers coming in, and one of them is from a big-time program. Yeah, he's got Jaron Williams coming in from Miami of Florida down here, where he started a handful of football games. Uh, he's got the talent, he's got the ability, and he'll fit like, a, a, again, a perfect fit here for this football program in South Florida. He's only going across the state. I think it's going to help the football team, but uh, you're still taking a look at uh, a three-season win total on this football program here. If they make a bowl game this year, it would be a big surprise. Uh, you take a look at what they did in, in the recruiting last year. Uh, the recruiting was up 38 positions uh, last year from the year before. So they're bringing good talent in here, and it might pay off somewhat. We'll see it this year. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's the AAC. It's our first conference preview. And, again, we'll generally do a couple of segments on conferences as we move through the summer months. But I would just say this, Mark, the work you got to do in the deep dive, the transfer portals, I mean, this continues to be a work in progress getting ready for the start of college football. All season long it will be, Brian. Uh, not that they're going to continue to keep transferring. It's just whether the question of those who did transfer, whether they're going to play and how much time they're going to fit in the team. There's so much to look at with every football team, not only the portals, the super seniors, the kids that are coming back for that extra season. There's a bevy of returning starters here, 68 teams in college football this year with 17 or more returning starters. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And again, this is information you'll be able to use throughout the course of the season, but I also think, Mark, 
you know, the beginning of the season, very important to kind of see how all these newbies come in and how they mesh on the field. That's going to be the case in point here. And, uh, you know, also you're finding uh, players like, uh, I'm going to take your your guy, Lance Leopold at Buffalo. He leaves, he takes the whole staff, and he takes a boatload of players away from him too. So what does it do with the Buffalo, the likes of that football team? We'll discuss them when we get to the MAC. But a lot to talk about, and we'll pick it up next week. Tell them about the Playbook Magazine, Mark. Once again, on sale at the Gamblers Book Club starting Monday in town. Brian, next time I talk to you, you and Stevie, you should have copies of the magazine or get it online at playbooksports.com. Stevie's got a smile on his face because he knows there's pictures in the magazine. <laughs> All right, buddy. It's always great information. It's just great talking football with our pal Mark Lawrence from playbooksports.com. Glad to be with you. Sportsbook Radio, Sirius 204, and the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is joint pain keeping you down? It's time to bounce back with the help of Uzu CBD+. That's Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-plus.com. Featuring gummies, delicious chocolates, capsules, and lotions, Uzu CBD Plus is your number one choice for all natural pain relief. Tired of side effects from prescription pills? Take pain management into your own hands the natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING for 10% off your first order and free shipping on orders of $100 or more, plus products for pets too. Visit UzuCBDPlus.com today. All right, we're back to wrap up Vegas Sportsbook Radio for you on a Wednesday. Good fun today with Kenny White and, of course, Mark Lawrence in the college conference previews. It's always great information. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot in Vegas, Chris Pavona, our producer back in New York. It's fun, Stevie, on Wednesdays when we do the, you know, the conference previews for the most part. Every Wednesday we roll out new conference previews. It's just great, and we'll time it out go alphabetically and then we'll get to the tail end and it works out perfectly we do an nfc and an afc conference preview we got fewer preseason games this year but getting this information out and starting to try to put the rubik's cube together just like you're hunting for the injury news and notes we're trying to figure out transfer portals how coaches new coaches are going to be able to implement things it's going to be a regular college football season, I think, at some point. But I think it's going to be three, four weeks, Stevie, until we really find that groove. Yeah, and, and Mark Lawrence, with all his experience, it's good to talk to him, to find those nuggets, right, that you can look for throughout the season. Those little things about teams that, you know, other people are going to miss, Mark's going to find. And just keep those in the back of your mind as the season rolls along, and, and it'll help you pick a few more winners during the year. And in the final minute, Steve, we're talking about great stories and telling us how you do the injury news and notes. But just think what we've all dealt with just in living our lives, how sports is back, but how COVID has factored into getting that information out, who's in, who's out. And I think we may, to a degree, still have to deal with this for a while. Yeah, we are still dealing with it, Brian. We, we just saw it here recently in the uh, NHL playoffs with the coach and then, uh, and yeah. then Joel Armia. Uh, I, I guess had a false positive. I'm assuming that's what happened. We didn't really get the full story on that. But, but yeah, you, you, you have to pay attention. Uh, you know, if one guy gets it, 
you know, how does that affect that team going forward? How does that affect like the officials and the and the teams that that no team doubt played? They all have tentacles. They all have tentacles. Good job, Stevie. Always fun. Follow him on Twitter at Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Thanks to Chris Pavone, our producer. And as always, thank you for joining us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio Series Channel 204 and the Sports Grid Radio Network.